0: Hello and welcome to Hit the Books Review and Impressions. I'm your host, Chris Holcomb.
1: And I'm Emery Saunders.
0: And today, we are reviewing Spider-Man Homecoming. Today's date is September 15th, 2017. We, we're getting this to you very, very late. Our apologies, we've done it twice <laughs> before this. We lost one because of a corrupted file on the camera And we lost the second one because our mic kept going out. And we literally just started doing it, and the mic went out again. So we've we've messed with the mic, and hopefully it stays stable. Again, we're two broke dudes just kind of doing this (laughs) as a passion project. So it's not like we had the money rolling in to pay for all this stuff. So uh, when stuff goes out, we're kind of (laughs) screwed. Yeah. So sorry we're getting this to you so late, but hopefully you can still enjoy it and compare your views. And hopefully you've seen this movie by now.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because,
0: let's face it, it's pretty good. Oh. It's really good. It's great. I thought it was going to be super overrated (laughs) based on my impression of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and the hype that was getting. That was totally not justified, in my opinion. Yeah. (laughs) But Spider-Man was totally justified. But anyway, if you're not familiar with how our uh, review and impressions projects work, we uh, give you our straight-up impressions and our recommendations for the movie. And then we go into spoiler territory. We will give you a blatant warning front and center, and we will not just jump spoilers on you. So feel safe. Just make sure you listen closely for when we give you the spoiler warnings, because then we're going straight into spoiler topics. That's probably going to be the the meat and potatoes of the, the the whole review process. All right. So without further ado, Emery, what did you think of the movie? And should we see it?
1: Oh, this is definitely a must-see movie. Uh This is the type of movie that would take anyone who's already formed a pre-existing opinion about Spider-Man. This is a movie that's going to take them by surprise because when you think you know what you're going to get with a Spider-Man movie, this movie kind of gives you that and then kind of turns that on its head. Um, There's a lot that this movie managed to do that not a single Spider-Man movie before it has been able to do. Uh, one, giving us a an entirely high school Spider-Man. Two, giving us a Spider-Man that kind of feels like us. Like if you were to throw a regular person into the world of the Avengers, that's this is what they would be like. And then... And, oh my god, I cannot say enough positive things about Michael Keaton in this movie. Uh, This is the type of villain that Marvel needs to be making. Yeah,
0: I think he was easily the best Marvel villain we've had. Easily. Yes, much better than Loki.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: I can't even think of another one that's been noticeable.
1: Uh, so far,
0: Thanos is coming apparently, but he's been nothing but a purple blob in the (laughs) distance.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A purple floating blob who's slowly making his way to Earth. Yeah, uh, so far for villains on the Marvel cinematic side, we've had three that I can't really remember for Iron Man. Uh, we've had Fred Skull, who was like there and gone, uh, we had Loki who can't decide whether or not he wants to be a villain.
0: Yeah. Dark elves, which were nothing. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> those, we don't uh, even count those. Um, what else did they have?
0: We had the guy from Civil War who was not even really needed. <laughs> yeah. Who just played the role of releasing information. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: he He was the info leak.
0: We had... Various Hydra people,
1: yeah. The Shadow Uh, Winter Soldier organization within the Shadow organization. Uh, Uh, Winter Soldier also like a villain for like not even half the time. Yeah, Uh,
0: villain for a quarter of the movie. Yeah. Uh,
1: And then there's
0: there's Dormammu. Dormammu was just made into a big blob. Right. Good movie bad representation of the villain
1: oh bad representation no villain should be defeated by a gif <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's much, as, true. much as i like that movie a dark dimension creature that has ridiculous magical powers was defeated by a gif
0: especially since he's supposed to look pretty cool in the comics
1: yeah he's in the supposed movie, to be he's
0: a big purple blob yeah i gave me uh green lantern vibes <laughs> big massive blobbiness. <laughs> let's never go back there let's <laughs> please never
1: go back there yeah um, um,
0: guardians of the galaxy the guy was fine but he was just he, random purple he, space guy
1: yeah uh, purple rando um and guardians of the galaxy 2 is only memorable because he's Kurt Russell. Yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Emery. Jeez. <laughs> oh my god. And sp- <laughs> gold people. <laughs> gold <laughs> people. The the name of the race of which gold people. <laughs> that we've already forgotten. We've already forgotten the name of those gold people. Yeah. I don't but know. yeah, that Marvel has a villain problem, For and sure. this character is how you solve that.
0: I mean, really, there's only. Maybe three Marvel villains I can think of that really stand out, and that's Magneto, Doctor Doom, and and if he's done right, and like maybe like Venom slash Carnage.
1: You mean all the ones that the MCU doesn't have? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
0: So for sure, they have a villain problem.
1: Yeah, yeah, but uh, this character, Michael Keaton. Yeah. knocks it out of the park. I mean, this is how you show a villain.
0: Yeah, he was he was incredible as Vulture. He was just... And he made a Vulture character believable, too. Yes. It wasn't even like, oh, you gotta have this fucking weirdo wearing <laughs> like wings and going out. <laughs> and Michael <laughs> Keaton being another bird character. <laughs> no, he was actually really cool and really believable uh. within the context of the story. Yeah. And uh we'll get into the spoilers and talk about it later, but uh there were some things I really really liked about him and there was a handful of things I was like, well, that's not really consistent with what was happening earlier. Yeah. But, uh Yeah, he was great all the way up until the end. Literally up until the after credit scene. I still loved him and I loved him more and more every scene he was in. Oh yeah. And this movie was very clever and again, I thought it was going to be I thought it was super overhyped. I was like <laughs> This movie's gonna be fine. It's gonna be like <laughs> Ant Man. It, you know, it's, it's coming soon after Garfield. So I'm like, I'm not yeah. even detached from that yet. And yeah. I had trouble detaching from the Pryor man. Yeah. yeah, so. I I just had very low expectations, and maybe that's part of the reason I love it, but I really couldn't find anything major to gripe about it. Like I'm a pretty cynical person. I think you would agree. Oh, yeah. I can find flaws in just about anything, <laughs> <laughs> but I really couldn't find anything that really brought me out of that movie at all. I mean, there's some little tiny things, but over by and large, I, I love the movie, you know. I'd say Flash Thompson being a bully <laughs> was probably the least believable thing in the movie. Yeah. And the most, like, silly nonsense and, like, just unlikable character in the movie. And not unlikable because, you know, he's a douche, but unlikable because this character's written bad. It,
1: yeah. It, th- th- that was a character that just didn't make sense.
0: Yeah. So uh, there was that. and um, But overall, there was, uh, I had nothing to dislike really about the movie and we do have the best villain in the marvel universe now oh yeah it's all thanks to that deal from sony (laughs)
1: Sony just
0: collecting that money oh yeah all of the
1: money that they made on Mm -hmm. that
0: speaking of money this movie that sony paid nothing for (laughs) all they did was (laughs) give up the rights to marvel so they could use spider-man in their universe has now made sony eight hundred and twenty three million dollars in the box office worldwide and is still in theaters oh. two months later
1: oh yeah uh like uh, I'm wondering how like and how that's... much of that is uh domestic versus foreign yeah is uh Spidey has always been popular like across the globe and for him to still be yeah. in theaters here in the states, my god <laughs> absolutely
0: I mean it it has made so much money for sony the budget was 175 million dollars
1: ooh so think how
0: many times back they've <laughs> already made that about 3 times 4 times 4 times back oh yeah and let's see here domestic they made for the united states they made 328 million and foreign it made almost 500 million it's so a pretty big. Yeah. Most of it coming from foreign, but you got to think United States is only one country. So, makes right sense. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, that being said, uh while Sony is making a, a a ridiculous amount of money. They like they're basically making a steal. Yeah. Like the greatest steal of all time. Um uh, Marvel as a company still gets to retain the rights to profit from pretty much every other venue that Spider-Man shows up in. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is... Including their video game coming out. Yeah. Uh, th- this year. is like the perfect advertising that only cost them $175 million. It was like, for that, they get to basically guarantee that people are going to still be buying their stuff, which is... Where Marvel makes a lot of money. It's yeah. merchandising.
0: I mean, it's, it's a business deal through and through, but Sony, I think, made it out very nicely. <laughs> very I, nicely. I, yeah, they did, especially uh,
1: having put no money towards a- yeah, the actual making of didn't the movie. have
0: any investment whatsoever. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. <sighs> but uh, by and large, go see this movie. If you have not, you've probably seen it by now. If you're watching this show, you've probably seen it. Oh yeah! But if you haven't, go see it. It's worth a watch. It's really, really good. Really solid. Great acting from everybody. Uh, they uh, with every Marvel movie. There's maybe one or two kind of that was weird. It's not and a really perfect movie, but it's not in any way, shape, or form like crippling to the movie. Whatsoever. Yeah, it's mostly no. just side stuff that you're like. Okay, eh. I, see, I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, go see this movie. Great acting. Every character was likable. One character in particular, Michelle, played by Zendaya. Uh, she was awesome. Yeah. And she made me very nostalgic because she was exactly <laughs> like a girl I dated in high school for, uh, like, three years and she would she looked like her, she acted like her, she behaved <laughs> like her. Just that like, like <laughs> quick like sharp wit that just tears you to pieces. Oh, but yeah. in a lovable way. You just can't help it.
1: Yeah, she she seemed like the the quintessential quirky girl in the background that you don't really notice until later, Yeah. until like after the girl that you've been pining for this whole time just leaves.
0: Yeah, but everybody just going down the list. Tom Holland was great. He was wonderful. Best Spider-Man to date. Yes. Easily. 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 And I like Tobey Maguire. Uh, Michael Keaton. Awesome. Needs to be in more stuff immediately. (sighs) Yes. He needs his his career back on track immediately. Yes. Because he was awesome in that movie. I know he's got some kind of like spy movie or something, a Hitman movie coming out soon, but he was great. He was the perfect combination of sympathetic, likable, and creepy. Uh, Just had everything going for him. I,
1: I I now basically want to see him do something else with a bird. Yeah, <laughs>
0: obviously Robert Downey Jr. is great, as he usually is. He, I mean, he's—I uh, can't even think of one of the Marvel movies he's kind of phoned in. Maybe Iron Man three. That was yeah, kind of fun. Well, phoned in. I don't know. Uh,
1: I mean, even then, it was like he—he was—he's still doing his basic. Like, I am the lovable asshole thing. Yeah. And for him, that works. Avengers 2. Yeah. Kind of phoned in. Yeah. He can phone that in and still make it believable. Yeah.
0: Aunt May, Marisa Tomei was great as Aunt May. (laughs) I mean, she's very believable. Yeah. And she doesn't look as young as she did in the cameo from before. She actually looked like someone who would be (laughs) Tom Holland's aunt in Uh, in this one.
1: Yeah, but... But still attractive. She she still got it. Uh... <laughs> yeah, she still got it.
0: <laughs> we had, uh, yeah, I won't mention that because that's kind of a surprise. Uh, something yeah. we will probably poke fun at. Uh, <laughs> uh, in oh, oh, yeah, spoilers. Yeah,
1: we'll get to that later.
0: Uh, Donald Glover was in it. He makes kind of a cameo. He was probably he was pretty weak for me, but I they were doing it specifically for as, like a as hey, fan bait. You know,
1: yeah, that fan bait. People reading the the most recent Marvel comics will know who this guy is. And we'll get to that. Yeah. His best friend,
0: Jacob Batalin. That was, uh, Ned. He was great. I loved him. (laughs) He was a great character. Basically all the kids that weren't flash were awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Laura Harrier as the love interest. She was fine. She was Liz. She, She, she played the role. Uh, Tony Revolori was flash. I I don't think it was his acting. I think it was the writing that made him just not good. But yeah, I, d- I don't blame him. But
1: yeah, if the writer had actually seen to let him actually be a bully, I would have believed the character. Yeah, uh,
0: we had uh, let's see here, we had Bakim Woodbine who played like the henchman, one of the yeah. henchmen for. I think he was uh, Henchman 2. Michael Keaton. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spoilers for later. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else to leave fans with before we get into the spoilers?
1: Uh, not that I can think of.
0: All right. Without further ado, we're going into spoiler territory. If you don't want to know the spoilers for the movie and you shouldn't want to because there are a few nice surprises in there, uh, stop listening. Come back later and join us after you've watched the movie and uh, compare and contrast your opinions. Oh, let yeah. Let us know what you think. All right?
1: yeah but without further ado, beep so
0: uh, this movie was obviously great. everything about it was great. There were some pretty big surprises for me narratively that I didn't expect no oh, yeah, uh, I did not i don't maybe they telegraphed it, and maybe I should have expected it, but at the end, well, towards the end, when he goes to pick up Liz who he's finally worked up the nerve to ask out to homecoming and go on the date with her, hence the name of the movie. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. He goes to pick her up, and guess who answers the door? (laughs) It's fucking Michael Keaton (laughs) and his fucking crazy eyes. And at first you're like, did this dude figure out who he was dating and go to his girlfriend's house just to wait him out to kill him? I was like, there's no, that seems re-. At first, I was like, oh, that's kind of goofy. Yeah. Why would he do that? And then I realized, fuck, he's the dad. <laughs> his, <laughs> his girlfriend is biracial.
1: <laughs> his dad, Her
0: dad's white. Yeah. Uh, oh, like, fuck.
1: Like, not only did that take you by surprise, it's for good reason. At no point before that point are these two characters, Liz and Adrian Toomes, Ever connected, even hinted at? No, nothing. Not even a little bit.
0: You know, obviously they're different. You know, (laughs) racial profiles. You're you're automatically not going to assume they're connected by relation, unless maybe they're adopted. She's, right. not <laughs> <laughs> She's not adopted. She's not adopted. No, her dad is
1: definitely in the picture. And um, Michael
0: <laughs> Keaton does not know that Peter Parker is Spider Man at this point. <laughs> and it becomes the most like gut wrenching, awkward like, situation in oh a good way. Oh, My God, where like I had goosebumps. I was like, my stomach was getting tight because I was squeezing my abs so hard. From like, <laughs> oh man, oh man. And it's Tom, like just... Tom Holland was playing it perfectly michael keaton was playing it perfectly where he was just like completely oblivious and treating him like a you know a nice kid or whatever and like giving yeah. him a hard time as a likable dad and stuff like that yeah and then when they get in the car and he starts to figure it out <laughs> oh man it's so crazy awkward yeah he's, he's sitting in there with the gun And he just says, don't you threaten, don't you break apart my family. Don't you fuck up my family, kid. Just forget this. Leave it alone. And I was just like, oh, fuck, man.
1: (laughs) Fuck. And he used to
0: decide what to do, you know? This fucking teenage kid has the world on his shoulders trying to prevent these, you know, alien tech weapons from being distributed, you know, to terrorists all over the place, you know, by his (laughs) his girlfriend's dad. (laughs) (laughs) What's he supposed to do? Oh, that was so good.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. So
0: hard. That was such a great way to end things in that third act and then go go forward with that. And that was awesome. I did not see that coming at all.
1: Oh, one of the things about this movie that I really liked that I did see coming was um, the moments where we got to highlight the fact that these are some dumbass kids. Yeah. <laughs> they, frequently
0: we are reminded these are some dumbass kids.
1: And which is perfect. It's what Spider Man oh. and his friends should be. A bunch oh dumbass kids. <laughs> yeah. It's like when we get to a point where this is after Spider Man has encountered the vulture for the first time and manages to abscond with one of the alien artifacts from uh The giant, like, holding base that Tony Stark has. Yeah. Uh, We find out that these things are very volatile. They're very dangerous unless the right people, specifically Tombs, and his crew does all of the working on them. Yeah. But since these are some dumbass kids, (laughs) uh, Ned... Uh, Jacob Batalon's character, uh, he takes it in his bag with him to the Washington st- uh, Monument, and because it's unstable alien technology, it just goes off, yeah, and leads to the infamous elevator scene,
0: yeah, that you see in all the yeah that Uh, will that was in all the promotional where they're on the washington monument
1: it's like oh my friends are up there get them spider-man uh yeah, that's because Spider-Man's friend is a dumbass kid. <laughs> <laughs> and Spider-Man
0: too is a dumbass kid who allowed his friend to be a dumbass kid with, Oh, oh yeah. with a technology they didn't understand because yeah. they wanted to hide it from Tony Stark. Right, they were more
1: concerned with hiding it from Tony. From than hiding the... it from pseudo-dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mean dad-uncle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were more concerned with hiding it than they were with making sure the people around them were safe. Yeah. Because, again, they're dumbass kids. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, that kind of hijinks where uh, Spider-Man sees Ned, like, for the first time in his room as he's, like, sneaking back into his house. And it's like, he thinks he's made it. He thinks he's fine, and that his aunt has no idea that he hasn't been there the whole time. Yeah, he drops down, and who's (laughs) on his bed? (laughs) It's Ned. (laughs) And like, there's no scream. Giant (laughs) Giant (laughs) Lego Star Wars thing. Yeah, the only thing that makes a sound in his room. It's the sound of Ned dropping the fucking Death Star in Lego form all over the ground. It was amazing. That was fucking perfect.
0: And, and as he's taking the uniform off with his fucking jacked body, you're him? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> just,
1: just, I don't know what you're talking about. Just like you a, were on the ceiling, like a kid scrambling to lie, just <laughs> save his ass. Yeah, it's it was... moments like that. That made this movie great. (laughs) Yeah, there were this movie was
0: entertaining. It was fun. It was believable. It was likable. The characters were great. Michael Keaton is again easily the best Marvel villain that they have to date. Better, much better than Loki. I I think. I think Loki's been Tom Hiddleston has been underrated or overrated. Excuse me. Yeah, as a villain. Uh, uh, I, he, but he's the only one, really, yeah. that has any decent character that you're like, okay, he's kind of intriguing. He's got something going for him, you know?
1: Yeah. And for a lot of ladies, the, Loki's eye candy.
0: Is he though?
1: No... Weirdly enough, yeah. yeah.
0: I guess if Cumberbatch is, I guess he can be too. Huh? <laughs> Nothing uh, against Cumberbatch, but he's, he's just unusual looking. Uh, it,
1: yeah. He has a very unique face. You get the
0: Cumberbitches on him. <laughs> Cumber bitches. That's his, that's his fan group. Hashtag cumber bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah. Um there were a few uh uh what's the word I'm thinking of? Fan. Fan favorites? No. Fan fan drops, not fan drops. Um
1: uh, what the
0: hell am I thinking of? What's
1: the word? <laughs> uh cameos. I know cameos.
0: What's a word? I'm a brain fart here. Easter eggs. Easter eggs. That's yeah. Like, yeah. There's a few Easter eggs in the movie and a few things that are there to like, kind of, eh, Yeah, yeah eh, we did eh, it. See, yeah. We, we yeah, created we, it. Yeah.
1: We referenced it. It's um, coming. Uh, some of
0: them were cringeworthy. Some of them were executed well. Uh, I think probably the most egregious one, uh, which di- wasn't enough to bring me out of the movie, was like, really? That's what you're going to do? <laughs> was the shocker. Uh, (laughs) and not only was there the shocker but there was two shockers (laughs) hence hence the spoiler we were talking about earlier
1: yeah I want to call their clips two shockers one glove
0: (laughs) It but was... it's it's not like the shocker from the comics or anything like that. It's literally just whichever henchman is holding the specific alien like, gun that they've created. It, it was a
1: power glove. Yeah. It like it looked a lot like um in Captain America: Civil War. Uh, that that dude, uh, the crossbones.
0: Yeah. Who's there bit.
1: and gone in a minute? Uh, it looked like one of his gauntlets. Yeah. That just got repurposed, I guess.
0: So that that was kind of goofy to me. I'm like, did he have to call him the shocker? <laughs> like, uh, I get what you're doing. But, like, yeah. I, I get it,
1: but he doesn't even like remotely look like this character. Yeah. Like, he's got yellow sleeves, and that's it. Yeah. Um.
0: There's the scene where uh, they recreate the whole like Spider-Man lifting the building in the water and stuff. You know. Oh where he, that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, uh. Michael Keaton blows up the buildings supports and they all fall on Spider-Man and he has to find the strength within to lift it up above himself and free himself from the rubble. Cause he can't free himself otherwise otherwise, you know? Yeah. And again, you're trying to recreate the famous comic panel, but I was like, okay, I see what you're doing.
1: Um, I think the, the thing that really helped that scene as opposed to just like taking it straight out of a comic and just, Saying here you go, uh, that this is the work we did back in the day. I mm-hmm. hope you like it in real form. Uh, the thing that helped cement that scene was the part that goes right before, like him actually lifting the stuff up. It's the part where he's crying for help. Yeah, that was
0: pretty shaking. That was that was. They did that well. Yeah. It, it it really gets to you a little bit
1: and you're like, fuck. <laughs> like uh, this it's not, not as glamorous as he thought, huh? Like this is the bad part about Spider Man being a dumbass kid. And even Michael it, Keaton, like yeah.
0: setting up the trap, like even that was great, you know? Yeah. For the setup. So not only was the villain setting him up believable and just trying to get rid of this kid, uh that's you know, basically threatening to destroy his family. Yeah. Uh but They also had the, you know, very kind of devastating scene where he's calling for help and, you know, he can't free himself and, you know, this plane is going to get away with all the weapons. He's probably going to die under this rubble, you know, just nothing he can do.
1: Right. It was like a a moment where he's trapped and for a moment. This isn't just the part where the audience realizes he's a dumbass kid. This is the part where Spider-Man realizes he's a dumbass kid, yeah, and that he needs to grow the fuck up.
0: Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty tough. It was it, in a good way. It oh was yeah, a very good scene. Yeah,
1: that that, and like that collection of scenes, like that, the way that that whole thing played out that cemented this movie being probably one of my favorite marvel movies
0: yeah i mean we did our marvel rankings i don't know if that podcast survived i think it did i think it was uh, second to last one yeah uh but we did our marvel movie rankings i'll have to check i don't remember if it survived or not but if it didn't survive we should definitely do it again oh uh, yeah but yeah that was excellent it was great um another easter egg in there uh donald glover's character was the (laughs) uncle of miles morales and he mentions his cousin yeah that i was like okay i get it but you've already pretty much established that ultimate spider-man is not going to happen yeah well not yet (laughs) i mean they're not even supposed to be in the same universe i don't know
1: right uh the thing with uh name dropping uh Donald Glover's character, like Donald Glover's character, is a character in the comics, uh, sometimes called the Prowler. Um, if they plan on ever going that route with him, I would be very intrigued to see how they pull that <laughs> off because he least. he wears a quite the colorful getup. Yeah. Um, with that being said, uh, I would be not quite shocked if they had basically plans to bring miles Morales into the story at some point.
0: Okay. Yeah. I could see that.
1: Yeah. They, they actually, uh, going over to the video game that's going to be coming out soon, uh, in the promotional like thing, like right at the end, they, they made a mention of miles. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're trying to like make him more of a thing.
0: Um, Not in a good way in the comics, but... Yeah,
1: no. no. (laughs) Let's merge everything. There's better ways of doing it, and And hopefully... the Marvel, what are you doing? Hopefully the the movies somehow figure that out for Marvel. Um,
0: So that would be cool to see. I don't know. Uh, If it's just, like, cameo things, like, ugh. It was unnecessary. I mean, it's fine.
1: Right. But it's
0: enough to be like, okay, I get it. You're winking at the audience. I get it.
1: I'd like for it to serve the story. And then (laughs) the
0: uh, one that I think I laughed the most about was at the end when Pepper Potts shows up. (laughs) How much money did Gwyneth Paltrow (laughs) milk out of these fucking studios to make a cameo at the end of this movie? And in the timeline, this is after he he was all butthurt tony was all butthurt about breaking up with her oh yeah and in this movie he sends like the flirtatious message to fucking aunt may and he's (laughs) supposed to be wanting to ask fucking pepper pots to marry him and shit (laughs) like why did you need this cameo you did not need this cameo whatsoever it was shocking. It was like, oh, okay. But how much uh, money did she fucking make <laughs> to appear for 5 minutes at the very end of the movie?
1: Uh, probably a stupid amount for the time that she put in. Man. <laughs> I was like that was
0: stupid. You should have just left her. Let Tony be a miserable douche. Let him like drink himself to death like he yeah. does in the comics. Yeah. This time because he's mourning because the girl, woman he loves, won't be with him. Yeah, can we actually do the
1: demon in the bottle? I mean, story that,
0: that would have been way cooler to me, and it would yeah. have been relevant to Tony Stark or um, Robert Downey Jr. because he struggled with drugs and alcohol for years. Yeah, before he got his career back on track, so he yeah. knows what he's doing. You know, it
1: like if anyone could show that story, it would be Robert Downey Jr.
0: If you have enough balls in the Marvel universe to have a kid get smashed by a building and cry and <laughs> beg for help as he's dying <laughs> in a hopeless situation. Yeah. You have the balls to do, you yeah. know.
1: You have the balls to do drunk like Robert like Downey Jr. Super drunk Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, and not
0: like comedically drunk for, you know, Iron Man 2 where he's just doing it to get people out.
1: Right. Uh, like we we can have that dark story and not the weird mandarin extremist yeah. mashup that we had for number now, three
0: none of these things were enough to be like oh i'm totally out of the movie i was just like oh that's cool or i was like okay i see what you're doing yeah and then that end one with gwyneth paltrow i'm like how much money did you pay this <laughs> fucking woman why why did you give in
1: she's not that important you wouldn't pay terence howard but you would pay <laughs> gwyneth paltrow come on right that was definitely a Oh really? Moment, that yeah, that that's that's what that was for me.
0: Yeah. Now, uh, granted, it's about two months has gone since we've seen this movie, so I'm trying to recall all the plot points and everything. Um, one thing I didn't like, um, this is just me as a Spider-Man fan. I don't like when he has the web shooters. I don't like. I'm not a fan of the cartridge thing. Yeah, I mean, you're... he's got all these other spider powers. Why wouldn't he be able to create web? And, you You're know, a fan of the organic. Yeah. I think it's a little better when it's just it, it it's actually part of him. Mm. As opposed to these cartridges where he's gotta like mix a little thing and put it in a cartridge and then have to make the little shooter thing in his <laughs> wrist and you know.
1: I'm actually on the other side of that. Oh, I, you've told me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I appreciated the the cartridge, specifically because I like seeing a character have not just like a bunch of needless struggles but the right kind of struggles he's it's, got enough though <laughs>
0: it's like he's a dumbass kid he's like just trying to figure things out
1: he's dumbass kid trying to figure things out and, and he's not just dumbass kid he's a poor dumbass kid yeah so how does someone like that well, deal with not being... Marvel
0: poor is not the same as... That is a fair point. Regular, I never lived in an apartment <laughs> as nice as his when I lived in Brooklyn, so... <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, uh, Marvel doesn't know what poor is. <laughs> they just uh, don't.
0: That's a, another thing.
1: Yeah, that's a topic for another time.
0: I mean, for, for <laughs> not to interrupt you, but I have uh. to get this out. In the movie, the whole point of Vulture doing all these criminal activities is because he gets fucked over by this agency that says, you can't have this alien tech. You yeah. can't do the cleanup for this. You know, It's like this is hired, job you're doing. He's like, you don't get bunch to do of staff. it. Staff. He hired like a bunch of people. He bought a bunch of equipment to clear up the rubble from the events of Avengers. And basically when they cancel on him, his contracts void and he loses all that money. And so he's like, how am I going to pay these people? How am I, you know, my business is going to be destroyed. You know, we got to do something. And so they swipe some of the alien tech. Good plot point. But then later in the movie, when he goes to his fucking house in New York City, <laughs> and it's a fucking mansion, that, a fucking, not even just a mansion, like an elevated modernly archety- <laughs> modern archetype, architecture uh, building with a beautiful big marble kitchen and all these like...
1: Oh, yeah. This was in a suburb. Yeah. He could afford suburb housing suburb new
0: york housing (laughs) that is not that is not poor he could sell that house and his business would be fine several times over probably yeah by no
1: stretch of the imagination like you are not gonna go broke yeah maybe that's another part of him being a villain is that he doesn't know what poor is
0: yeah so for me i was just like Marvel being s- the people, you know, down in L.A. doing these movies just having no idea what the fuck poor actually means, you know. <laughs> Do you it's like, know oh, my what God, they the don't even have struggle? a pool in the
1: back. Like, they uh, must be
0: poor. These directors and these, you know, producers just have no idea uh, <laughs> what the fuck poor is. So they go to these you know beautiful schools in, in Queens and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be going there if you were poor. Oh, yeah. I sure didn't.
1: <laughs> you know, my school closed down. Yeah. Because so, it was so bad. Yeah, you, you have first-hand experience with so, uh, that school system. I,
0: I didn't believe any of that shit. I was not <laughs> buying any of it. I'm like, that's. I, I love the villain, but the, <laughs> <laughs> that was just... Really, like an awkward. If it had been like a normal house or some, a townhouse or something, I'd be like, okay, I can see it. Yeah, but no, it's just a big fucking mansion with, <laughs> with modern <laughs> architecture and stuff. I was like, all right, come on now.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's...
0: But sorry,
1: I, uh, I interrupted uh, <laughs> you. Go <laughs> ahead with your web shooting. Oh, defense it, it, with the web shooting and the and the blade. Uh, <laughs> I like Spider Man. Having to struggle with not just affording everything, but affording to actually be Spider-Man.
0: Yeah,
1: it's like that. That's one of the ways in which his poverty actually affects his ability to be an effective superhero. Yeah,
0: he just steals the supplies from the school, though. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. In this movie, he does, movie all he does. In the school lab.
1: You know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, a common thing in the Spider-Man comics is that he will talk about like any time not the the cartridges but the shooters themselves if they get broken he, he like he gets so pissy about it because those things are expensive yeah the parts he needs in order to make those things are expensive to come by yeah like in the first uh showing of Tom Holland as Spider-Man in Civil War uh Tony goes through his room and he just he makes fun of all of his gear. It was like, I, I got it out of a dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> like, th- that is the kind of poor that uh, I need my Spider-Man to be. Yeah. Um, and web shooters kind of help him stay poor. Yeah. Were
0: there any other big moments in the movie that really stuck out to you? Uh, characters we haven't mentioned? I really loved... The dynamic they had with Tony Stark. Yeah, uh, I was afraid Tony Stark. You know, Robert Downey Jr. was going to come in and be, be like the star of the show, even though it's not yeah. his movie. He, which he definitely steals frequently. a scene. But there's a a, a couple part, of scenes, a part in the middle where after the boat scene where Iron Man saves him from drowning or whatever, and, and saves the ship or whatever. <laughs> and yeah. Tom Holland, like a whiny bitchy kid, goes, "How'd you know you're not even here?" And he fucking comes out of the suit. And goes, "Really?" <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Damn, yeah, get Rex, son." Oh. And then, then from then on out, Tony Stark is like checking in on him, like a you know. A oh parent, yeah, a parent who's grounded his son, you know. <laughs> and I just, I love the dynamic, you know. Because Tony, you know, he doesn't have kids. He probably doesn't want kids. It's just like, oh yeah, babysitting this Spider-Man who helped him, you know, saved his ass in Civil War, you know. Right. And this would be the smart kid, you know.
1: This would be the closest he ever comes to being a parent. Yeah. Is overseeing another superhero, hopefully not kill themselves in their superheroics. Yeah.
0: And I like how he wasn't just the guy with all the answers, because even in the end, you know, he's ready to put him on the stage and <laughs> introduce him. And then and Tom Holland gives his whole speech about how, you know, I'm not I'm not mature enough yet. I'm not ready yet. And he goes, this is a test, right? And Tony's like, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> and it's then, like, then you yes. Have the, yes, it was. Then you have the Pepper <laughs> Potts moment where she comes out and goes, is he coming? Yeah. It's like. Yeah. No, so he actually
1: did a pretty adult thing and decided against it. Yeah, so Tony's um, like, fuck, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's like, uh, shit, it's like, Happy, do you have that ring? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I've been holding on to this for eight years. Yeah, <laughs> even through the breakup,
0: which was not explained. Right, you know, Right. But we, we're going to we, pay you, Gwyneth. Yeah, we didn't talk about the breakup. And your website goop or whatever. <laughs> selling your fucking snake oil to fucking <sighs> people. God uh, damn it. West Paltrow sucks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care who knows it. <laughs> She's a bad human being. <laughs>
1: uh, Maybe one day she'll learn.
0: <laughs> Taking advantage of people. Oh, oh well. Um, but yeah, it was just... It it was great. I, I can't say it enough. Like, yeah. I really felt it when he stepped out of that suit. It was like, fuck. <laughs> Tom Holland, you fucked up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you you made an assumption, uh, which... And, Tom, and like, yeah. Tom
0: plays it perfectly. Like, he's just, like, the kid that realizes he fucked up. He's like, oh, fuck. I can't even defend myself <laughs> now, you
1: know? It's like I thought it was uh, yelling at dad over the phone. Yeah. Oh, shit, he's here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a perfect moment for that. There is one gripe that I have about this movie. Just one. Oh, no. Yep. And it's because this feels like a Miles Morales story. (laughs) Uh, Given the type of high school that he's in, and also specifically his best friend, who for some reason, with Peter Parker, we don't have Harry Osborne show up. Uh, we, we Let's went to
0: be honest though, Harry Osborn kind of sucks. <laughs> His father's cool, Harry, not so much.
1: It, Harry, Harry does suck, and that's kind of the point of him. <laughs> uh, the, the thing with Peter is that he's supposed to have a friend who also helps him feel poor, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but instead, we gave him Ned, who is basically Ganke from uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, basically, all of the kids that he interacted with were meme forms of the type of kids that Miles Morales would interact with in high school. And I get it. We just got our hands on Peter. We're, we're going to ride this train t- till the wheels fall off. Yeah. And they did a really good job with making that whole thing believable and likable, and it worked. I feel I,
0: like they, mu- they probably did it more out of necessity than anything. 'Cause let's face it, kid Peter Parker has never been like that interesting. Right. I mean, beyond his backstory, there really isn't anything beyond that. He's always just kind of the kid that's smarter than everybody, that grows up to be a photographer and, you know, does his thing. Right. You know, he basically becomes Clark Kent. <laughs> you know, with yeah. a red headed Lois Lane, you know. Basically. Um I think that especially with the two other Spider Man iterations that were older. I think they kind of had to, like, adopt more of a Miles approach, especially to be modern, you know? Yeah. More than anything, and to separate themselves from those two previous spider man
1: Yeah. With that said, I think it would have been a very bold move had they basically from Jump Street, because this is the marvel cinematic universe and peter's been done before for them to
0: just straight up do miles
1: just straight up do miles yeah,
0: i think a lot of people felt like that including me like i was yeah. like well, why don't they just do miles that way people aren't confused you know yeah that would be easier and the suit
1: would be cool you know yeah Get it was the like the all black but suit. with uh, the red stuff on the top yeah uh i mean that that's a cool costume um that's my only gripe is that this could have been a Miles story, but they gave it to Peter, which is fine. It's still a great movie, and I'm okay with that <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i I really don't have any major gripes. I mean Flash is annoying, but he wasn't really an integral part of the movie uh Gwyneth Paltrow getting paid for that cameo was dumb but again didn't bother me she acted her character in the movie is fine like yeah I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow and I don't like how much money she gets paid to be (laughs) Gwyneth Paltrow you know (laughs) and uh
1: right because she didn't get paid to be Pepper
0: I mean the shocker thing was a little goofy it was like all right and you know Michael Keaton's character complaining about not being able to maintain his company when he's living in a multi-million dollar mansion not really believable either (laughs) I'm like you, you telling me you have no savings. You're telling me you you couldn't sell this house, <laughs> get some escrow out of it. You know,
1: you're telling me you've never had this issue on a job before. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Minor gripes. This movie is not perfect, but damn, is it enjoyable. Yeah.
0: Um, there's just one more scene that I really, really liked the way they handled it, and it's the after credits scene where uh michael keaton is getting processed in jail he goes up and then a guy who we're assuming a scorpion walks up to him
1: yeah matt gargan and with the scorpion tattoo on and, his neck
0: and says hey word on the street is that you know who the spider-man is who is he <laughs> and michael keaton looks him in the eye after all the stuff that's just happened he's processing the stuff a this this Spider Man's a kid. He's a, just a little kid, and he knows it. Yeah, you know. B his daughter likes him, and he was you know good to his daughter. So there's that, and he doesn't want to hurt his daughter again. Right. By killing one of her friends, you know, the boy she had a crush on. Um, Spider Man saved his life at the very end. You know. Yeah. Could have just let him die, kind of like Batman Begins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It- I won't kill you. But, but I don't do I have save to save you. you. That's manslaughter. <laughs> <laughs> but uh,
0: I thought that was great when he responded, I don't know. Just looked him dead in the eyes and I don't know. And hides the secret for him. He oh, goes, yeah. Goes out on a limb to lie to this fucking gangbanger yeah. in prison saying, I don't know. That was awesome to me. Right. And that that was another thing that made him a believable character, a believable dad. Especially. Oh, yeah. And so when I saw that extra credit scene, I was like, okay, Scorpion, whatever. And then when he said that, I was like, that actually added something to the movie. That was an extra credit scene that not only built more on the universe, but added something to the movie it was in. Yeah. So, which most after credit scenes don't.
1: Yeah, most after credit scenes hint at something that's coming in another movie. But this one decided to leave you with this little bit. Yeah. This little bit that definitely helped cement... The vulture is the best villain that they've got right Absolutely, now. Absolutely,
0: man, uh, hands down. Uh, I, I there was one more cringeworthy moment that I just <laughs> remembered at the end. Uh, when after he says goodbye to Liz, because obviously her dad's in jail and they got to move, whether it's uh, in Washington yeah. or something. Yeah, uh, with their mom. Um, <laughs> but then the other girl, the smart-ass girl, Michelle, right? Yep. She goes, well, my friends call me MJ. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Marvel. And your little hood winking. A little winking at the audience. Come on, man. Fuck you. <laughs> that was so stupid. You don't need to do that.
1: The, the better way to have done that is to actually have her go by her middle name. Jane, or Janie, (laughs) or something like that. Not change her first name to fucking Michelle.
0: Yeah. God.
1: My friends call me MJ.
0: Like, that was as cringeworthy as the Robin scene at the end of, uh, what, Dark Knight. Oh, uh, Dark Knight uh, Rises. Rises. Yeah. Yeah. I kept wanting to say Returns, but it wasn't Returns. (laughs) Dark Knight Rises at the end when, uh... It's like, like oh, Levitt goes in. It's
1: like, oh, uh, why don't you go by your first name, Robin? <laughs> Robin. It's like, like,
0: come on, <laughs> massive eye roll. Like, <laughs> and Rises was already not the best Nolan film, so yeah, um, he just had to add that tiny just added little sting, that little cringeworthy moment.
1: It's like, oh yeah. You wanted me to do Robin? No. Also, yes. I also <laughs>
0: love that Bruce in that movie leaves him with the bat cave, but no money to fund it. <laughs> no butler, no money, no explanation. This is yours. Enjoy. Uh, welcome to enjoy the- Enjoy my sloppy seconds. Yeah.
1: E- enjoy the orphanage that I left you. <laughs> with
0: no <laughs> logistical support whatsoever. <laughs> Oh, man. It was so goofy. Oh, my God. That, that movie had so many plot holes in it. Oh. I, which sucks, because I liked Bane. And <laughs> then the end ruined him, you know?
1: Oh, little Bane.
0: I will defeat you, Batman. <laughs> Let's go fight in broad daylight and have no one bleed when we shoot them. <laughs> and I'll get my ass kicked and have nobody care. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. The sewer scene was cool. And then they make him into this big puss. As, <laughs> as, as much square.
1: as much as I love uh, Christopher Nolan's work, I never thought he'd take from Schumacher. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah, minute that you, funny. the minute that you make someone like Bane, who in the comics is a criminal mastermind, uh, into a glorified henchman. Yeah. Something the- that's been done before? <laughs> I
0: like I thought it was cool that they had Talia Ghoul in that movie. Again, spoilers for an old ass movie. But She was so bad. <laughs> she was not a good Talia. And then her death is like the most like over dramatic, lame death I've ever seen she literally shoves her neck back and goes Ta-
1: talia should have been saved for another trilogy so bad. and he fucks her yeah. <laughs> he fucks her for no reason yeah it's like oh you're in my house when i'm broke yeah you 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 want to hit this formerly rich dick <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous
0: oh it Dark Knight just... Rises was not a good movie. There's <sighs> there's awesome scenes in it, and it's filmed really nice. And, but there's so many plot holes and stupid things. Like, he took the time to make a trail of gasoline <laughs> go up to the top of the bridge and write a giant bat symbol. You have three months before this city is nuked, and you're wasting an entire day putting a gas trail <laughs> on a place where you suspect they might lead
1: some people to their deaths. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Uh, we, we have, uh, oh God. The uh, best we, part of the movie though yeah.
0: is when Heinz Field falls into ruin.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. Let's do that. Let, let's have, I would,
0: I would watch that scene over and over again if I could.
1: <laughs> Let, let's destroy this football field in the name of villainy. Oh Yes. <laughs> which leads to probably one of my favorite uh, Bane speeches since that's what he's good at <laughs> and punching people in the face. Who knew that his weakness was also being punched in the face
0: (laughs) 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 oh man all right we gotta save this for we gotta review those movies yeah yeah we do all right (laughs) again those reviews coming later for those who forgot like us (laughs) this is a spider-man review yes Uh, (laughs) were there any other big scenes or moments that you really liked or really didn't like or stood out to you
1: um not really there was a, a tiny thing that i thought was really funny poking fun at superior spider-man um when he asks the suit to for help with uh trying to figure out how best he should handle these thugs that are sitting in a a van waiting for i don't know the the thing that they're about to steal to come along yeah uh she then in jennifer Connolly's voice because we we can't just have uh Paul Bettany doing all the robot voices. Yeah. We have to get his wife. Um.
0: Jarvis is only for Tony. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's the luxury voice.
1: The luxury voice. Um, yeah. I think he calls her Karen? <laughs> I think he does call that voice Karen, which, again, weird, talking to the suit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she activates uh, Lethal Force Mode, which gives him the like all black but tiny red beady things eyes, which are definitely a reference to Superior Spider-Man. Yeah, for sure. And his response is, no, I don't want that. Nobody wants that. I don't
0: know. A lot of people like the Superior Spider-Man run for whatever reason. I never read it, so I can't speak to it. I just know what happens in it because people talk about it. Yeah. But some people liked it. I uh, don't know. I'm sure con- the contrived death of Peter Parker was like uncalled for,
1: but the, the contrived I'm still living on inside my own body, even though I'm being possessed. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, uh but yeah that that was it for me. Yeah, I
0: have nothing else that I can remember. I'm sure if we watched it again recently, I would have more to talk about. But I loved everything about it. I love that he used the. Uh, quiz bowl thing <laughs> as an excuse to go to dc and track these people down Could oh a yeah plot point but whatever it, it, was, it, it was fun yeah um I, I love the whole principle and justification for vulture and how he acted and especially that scene where he answers the door oh, <laughs> man that got me in the car scene man oh that got me good man um yeah there's just there's so much to like about this movie and There are a few problems, but it's, it's nothing like even remotely damaging to the flick as a whole. And I really hope they do another one. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, definitely. So, uh, what would you rank it?
1: Say one to 10, uh, one to 10. I would rank this a nine or a 9.5.
0: Wow. Adding a decimal point. I give it a 10, a 10, 10. I'd watch it a million times. I don't it on Blu-ray. I'd. I'd <laughs> I'd be happy to watch it anytime it came on TV.
1: Uh, I give it a 10. Yeah, I to I To me
0: there's no there's no such thing as movie perfection. You're not going to get I mean, there's a few movies that like Terminator 2, The Dark Knight, I don't know, Forrest Gump. I mean, <laughs> those are movies where you get pretty damn close. Yeah, but no movie's perfect to me. So, I I have to give Spider-Man a 10 because it's <laughs> just so good.
1: Yeah, I only give it a 9.5 because it didn't feel like a a Peter Parker story. It it didn't feel like the Peter Parker that I know. Yeah, that's fair. But he's it, the Marvel guy, he would know. Yeah. Uh with that said, it's still a fantastic story.
0: Yeah. Really good. Great job guys. Good on Sony for signing that deal, even though they just walked away with a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, no big
1: deal. Yeah. Can can we maybe get Fox to do the same?
0: <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. Hint, hint.
1: Hint, hint. So, uh, hint, hint. Be sure to
0: like and subscribe <laughs> down below. Uh, stick with us. We'll have more reviews and stuff for you in the future. We got to do Logan still. Again, yeah, we that do. that was another one where we had equipment problems, and then we had the file corrupted at the same time as the Spider-Man review, so we got to go back and redo that. A year ago, we did the X-Men Apocalypse one, which <laughs> not good. Oh, yeah. That's uh, so going to get roasted. We'll probably retouch on that. We have Valerian out right now. We have Thor Ragnarok coming soon. Yeah. Uh, Wonder Woman. Did we publish that one? Uh, i think wonder woman survived wonder woman wonder survived woman, yeah, I think so yeah. be sure to check out our other reviews remember to check back with us every week we try to release on mondays but we don't always make it we apologize or the goal is to get to you before the comic releases that week on wednesday uh we'll have some tutorial uh movies coming up pretty soon where i'll show you how to organize your collection and how to cheaply display things in a very nice way and How to put the boxes together and store them in good places and keep them in good condition, and how to spot comics you think might be valuable. We got a lot of tutorials coming up. So now that we have our equipment situated and everything put together, (laughs) uh, once again, thank you for checking us out. You can check us out at HTB Vids on Twitter. You can check us out on Facebook.com for slash Hit the Books. Our website HTB Vids.com will be up and running hopefully within the week or two. And uh, we'll have our RSS feed ready so we can get it, get you on Stitcher and iTunes and all those other podcasting services. So look out for that as well. Uh, my name is Chris Holcomb.
1: And I'm Emery Saunders. And
0: this has been a Hit the Books review. Take
1: care. Peace. <laughs> God damn it.